Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Is the Bitcoin bottom in? The natural question at the forefront of everyone's mind when BTC prices are taking a dip. Is the pain going to stop soon and when? In today's call, we are going to discuss the evidence for and against whether the Bitcoin bottom is in. And regardless of whether it's in or not, or coming soon or not, we're going to talk about how we as investors can best prepare ourselves for the cryptocurrency markets at the moment regardless. It is the extent to which the charts are looking brutal right now that has people questioning whether the Bitcoin bottom is in in the first place. For example, taking a look at BTC, we can see that BTC is currently well below that all-important 20k psychological level, trading below the 17k level as well, around about 16.8k, up only 2.5% on the 24-hour and the 7-day. Indeed, it's been trading at this difficult level for quite some time now. Similarly, Ethereum is up a bit more on the 24-hour, 5%, but still well below where we might have expected to see it a couple months ago, currently trading at around about the 1.2k level. This type of market condition, of course, does not bode very well for altcoins either. Indeed, we see a lot of the top altcoins by market cap are trading red on the 24-hour and the one-week. In fact, where we do see altcoin pumps, it's usually to do with some sort of isolated reason. For example, the Huboy token. In the case of HD token, the rally has been due to a announced airdrop. HD token jumped after the cryptocurrency exchange said it would airdrop a new digital token to be issued by the Caribbean island nation of Dominica. The new Dominica coin, or DMC, will be issued in a very ominous due time on Huboy Prime, the exchange's exclusive token offering platform. Users can complete their identity verification on Huby with Dominica digital identification documents, according to a statement. At points, the HD token has been trading up 15% over the 24 hours. The deal is also noteworthy partly because of its connections to crypto billionaire Justin Sun. The Dominica tokens are set to be launched on Sun's Tron blockchain, and Sun recently acknowledged holding tens of millions of HT. Last month, they also named Sun as the first member of a new global advisory board that is responsible for guiding the exchange's strategic layout and development. So, as mentioned, altcoin pumps now are usually more to do with isolated events rather than the overall uh, climate of the cryptocurrency markets, if you like. In fact, the overall climate has been very challenging at the moment, mainly because of three factors. The first reason is to do with the social unrest that is going on in China at the moment. Of course, we are seeing a lot of protests and social unrest arising from China's zero COVID policy. This type of unrest in China constitutes unrest in one of the biggest global economies in the world, the ripple effects of which will be felt throughout the global economy. The second major factor that is weighing down on crypto markets today is, of course, the Federal Reserve's hawkishness. All throughout the year, and especially in recent months, the Federal Reserve has increased interest rates, and this has caused pressure for BTC. Increasing interest rates makes it more difficult to 
borrow money, more attractive to save money, less attractive to take on risks. And of course, we know that BTC cryptocurrency are risk assets. They will therefore bode better in environments where risk-seeking and taking is incentivized. And of course, the final or third reason that attributes to the pain that we are feeling here in the cryptocurrency markets is none other than the collapse of the global cryptocurrency exchange FTX. The fallout of FTX itself was a big shock to the system. And of course, FTX is associated with all sorts of cryptocurrency projects, companies, etc. So we're still feeling the contagion effects of the collapse and we're seeing more and more others being dragged down with FTX. So all this pain in the cryptocurrency markets is causing people to ask and wonder when will the Bitcoin bottom be near? You would assume that the CEO of FTX Sam Bankman-Fried would be in court at the moment for what he has done to the cryptocurrency markets, for bringing us to the brink of wondering so much whether the Bitcoin bottom is finally in. But actually, he is very comfy at the moment and apparently taking interviews and podcasts. For those of you who don't want to listen to the entire podcast, here is our key takeaways. Sam Bankman-Fried's interview with a relatively unknown crypto vlogger named Tiffany Fong was released yesterday on YouTube. The recording did not feature an apologetic SBF that owned up to wrongdoing. Instead, the conversation was riddled with ambiguous statements steeped in denial. To Fong's credit, the questions did not shy away from tackling tough topics. SBF's responses were filled with comments like claiming the FTT token was basically more legit than a lot of tokens in some ways, and illiquidity didn't cause the crash, but that it was the massive correlation of things during market moves, especially when they are triggered by fear over the position itself. In a second interview, SBF didn't seem any more willing to give straightforward answers, failing to provide details about FTX's use of customer funds by Alameda Research. SBF apparently chose Tiffany Fong because he thought she would be more likely to approach this from at least a somewhat neutral and interested vantage point. Meanwhile, Fried has been called to Texas for a hearing on February the 2nd to respond to claims of offering unregistered securities. Previous Texas gubernatorial candidate Beto O'Rourke returned an unsolicited $1 million donation received from the ruined FTX founder, probably to remove any association, wanted or not, with Sam Bankman-Fried. Many people have speculated that Sam's network and powerful political ties and position has meant that he's been let off relatively light for his impact on the cryptocurrency markets. Overall, the media is portraying this very lightly in what some people have called puff pieces, describing SBF more as a charitable man who took a few wrong turns in life rather than a fraudster who has fooled millions. Is the Bitcoin bottom in? The billion dollar question. Top, middle or bottom? Can anyone ever accurately call whether the Bitcoin price has reached a definitive turning point? Probably not, but that doesn't stop people trying. In the wake of the Luna, Three Arrows Capital and FTX blurps this year, people are wondering whether there's anything left to flush out of the market. Famed on-chain preacher Willy Woo Post recently posted a series of three charts. Despite a disclaimer, the charts suggest a macro bottom based on a floor increase due to the sale of old coins, 
a majority of underwater coins, the ratio of market value to realized ratio. So some analysts have identified three key reasons why the Bitcoin bottom may be in. We always try to be aware on these calls and at market meditations in general that some people might not be up to speed exactly on all the terminology or that some people might just want a refresher. So just quickly before we carry on on the counter arguments for whether the Bitcoin bottom is in, let's just take a look at what a Bitcoin or any market bottom actually is. In investing, a bottom refers to the lowest price a security or a crypto or asset trades at over a particular period of time. This interval could be a day, a week, a year, or 10 years, but most discussions of the term focus on periods of a year or more. If you were looking at a line graph depicting a crypto's price over time, the bottom would be the trough or the lowest point on the line. Asset or security prices usually move in some sort of wave pattern with tops and bottoms. Usually there is a lowest point at the bottom of a dip, after which prices steadily increase, and vice versa, there's usually a ceiling or a top point where they thereafter start to decrease. Of course, you can see the attraction of trying to find the bottom because that would then be the best buy opportunity because that is the best price you can get in and thereafterwards prices will presumably rise. So a lot of people now are trying to say, is this the point at which the tipping point where we're just gonna head back up again? Might seem a little bit black and white to just think of ups and downs in the market, but some people really do view the markets as this way. And they even suggest that these tops and bottoms are actually attributed to human fear and greed. You have the point where people are so fearful and then so greedy, that then leads to these psychological movements in charts. So some people believe the bottom is in, but there are also opposing views that Bitcoin isn't done dropping just yet, and this points to the miners. It's always useful to take any type of claim and consider the counterclaim, and that's exactly what we're doing here. Some people would mistakenly just read that tweet and think, right, that's it, the bottom's in. Here's some counter evidence. When mining for Bitcoin becomes uneconomic, the miners switch off their equipment and sell their BTC. Hash rate and mining difficulty have been steadily dropping since mid-November. Charles Edwards pointed out that the hash ribbons indicator suggests a capitulation is occurring. This would be the second of the year. Another pointed to the fact that the net positions change of Bitcoin miners had dropped significantly, indicating aggressive selling. So there's a lot of evidence to suggest the bottom is in and there's also some evidence to suggest it is not in. So overall, the picture is pretty unclear and generally speaking, trying to pinpoint when the bottom is in is extremely difficult and maybe not the highest return on investment compared to other things we can be doing. What are those things? Despite these confusing signals, we can try to hone our skills. Huge retail volume may be some time away, in other words, when that bottom is in and we see that pick up, but if you think in percentages, even a bear market can prove profitable. And indeed, any period of hardship can prove knowledgeable. A lot of common conclusions have been drawn from the FTX collapse that will allow investors to better prepare for the future. A lot of talk of self-custody of assets, for example, not storing large amounts of crypto currency on exchanges. One thing that's talked about less, but is equally important and will help us to better prepare for these markets as investors or traders is to stop investing in speculation. After the collapse of FTX, there has been a renewed need 
to look for value-based propositions. The tokenomics of the FTX token was extremely lacking, highlighting the importance of tokenomics as a tool to identify projects or cryptos that have red flags and are dangerous. Now is a really essential time to at least have a high-level overview of tokenomics. Here's some of my most important things that I look out for when it comes to tokenomics. First one is a project's vesting. This refers to how long tokens are required to be held before they can be sold. This can range from years to no requirement at all. If a team features no unlock of their own token allocation, there will be no mechanisms in place to prevent a huge sell-off, resulting in big profits for the team and big problems for investors. Vesting cliffs outline the required time that must pass before tokens begin their unlock. Cliffs of a year or more usually indicate a respectable time frame. Token distribution also says a lot about a project's economy. The proportion of user and investor ownership of tokens can reveal just how fairly assets are allocated. Proper designations for community, internal owners, early investors, foundations, marketing, development, etc. must all be considered before responsibly moving forward. A token distribution with team members enjoying an allocation higher than 30% should be scrutinized. Though this is not always a negative signal, it does warrant a deeper look. If team members reserve the lion's share for themselves, it is easier to exit at the expense of others. And finally, and especially for smaller projects, diving into communities is essential. Ask the team about the token. Seeing how readily answers come to you should provide a hint as to whether or not others are familiar with the project's tokenomics. The Bitcoin bottom may be near and it may not be. We can't simply take one piece of evidence and draw a conclusion. Both sides have compelling cases. Therefore, it feels more appropriate to do what we can today as an investor. One thing we can all do is improve our skills and draw on lessons from the FTX collapse. One such lesson today was the power and importance of tokenomics. Namaste.